the library. A place of immense comfort for someone like me. Always having been a bit of a bookworm, novels and the stories inside them have typically been some of my greatest friends. I guess you could blame my mother for that. Or thank her depending on which way you look at it. For as long as I can remember, books have been in my life. From Goodnight Moon when I was a small child, to goosebumps all through my elementary school years, and up till now, as I constantly seek out new books and authors, whilst revisiting old classics from times before. I suppose I've retreated even deeper into my love of reading, ever since my mom passed away a few years ago. It's been very difficult for me, but reading has been an effective distraction, as well as a gentle reminder of all the things my mom loved about books. She loved complex characters, literary devices like metaphors and symbolism, as well as unexpected plot twists. She really nurtured my love for everything between the pages, and I miss her so much. Working in a library has proven to be the ultimate distraction. I get to read and discover new books and writers, and even recommend them to other people. It's nice. Really nice. Most other kids at my university have pretty crappy work-study jobs, so I consider myself lucky to have the one that I do. About two months in, and things have been great. The head librarian is an upperclassman named Gene. He's a nice guy, but he likes to poke fun at me for how much I like the library. I don't blame him, seeing as I even come in here during my off hours. Who am I kidding? I practically live in this place. I spend my Saturdays and Sundays here. I stay till closing almost every night. I don't really have much of a social life either. It's not that I'm awkward or anything. I just don't see the point. It seems like everyone's friends just come and go. But the books? They don't go anywhere but on the shelf. One night, I was working till closing with Jean. It was about 10 o'clock, with an hour left to go, when he came in and found me in a hurry. He was in a rush putting his jacket on, telling me about how he was going to meet a girl. Yeah, but we don't close till 11, I said. Come on, man, you know what to do to close this place up, he said casually. You're gonna have to learn anyway. So this will be a good experience for you. Reshelf the returned books, update the late logs, kick everyone out, and lock up. Look, there isn't even anyone here, so one of your jobs is already done. I have faith in you, man. I know you'll take care of this place. We love it. He handed me the keys and gave me a slap on the shoulder. I opened my mouth to say something. Before I could, he was already off in the other direction. Well, I was already working on job number one, putting away returned books in the science fiction section. The Time Machine, War of the Worlds, Dune. Then I noticed something strange. Already in the bookshelf was a book that didn't belong here. 
things fall apart by Chinua Achibe. Certainly not a science fiction novel. I wondered what it was doing here. Then I took it off the shelf and put it onto my cart. That book stuck out to me. Not that it was in the wrong section, but because it was my mom's favorite. I put the rest of the books away and brought things fall apart to the front desk with me. I looked at the clock. 10.16. Not bad. Now to update the late logs. I went on the computer and checked off all the books I had just returned. Then I looked over which ones were still out. 1984 by George Orwell. Fear and Loathing by Hunter S. Thompson. The Good Soldier by Ford Maddox Ford. Kim by Rudyard Kipling. To the Lighthouse by Virginia Woolf. Slaughterhouse Five by Kurt Vonnegut. You Shouldn't Be by Yourself. What? I hit enter to view more information on that book. Then, the computer shut off. I gently slapped the side of the monitor and then pressed the power button. But the computer wouldn't turn on. What did I just read? That couldn't have been right. But I could swear I saw it. I looked back at the clock. 10.19. Okay, fine. I decided to do one final sweep of the study area and return things fall apart back to fiction. I picked up a couple of empty water bottles out of the cubicle desks and continued through the open table area. On one of the tables was an empty, dented can of Canada Dry ginger ale. That's weird, I thought. You don't see that very often. Usually it's a can of Coke or the odd bottle of Sprite or Fanta here and there, but never Canada Dry. That one stuck out to me too, because it was my mom's favorite. We always had it in the house. I picked it up off the table and brought it with me into fiction. Then I placed Things Fall Apart where it belonged, between Arrow of God and Vengeful Creditor, before walking back out onto the floor. Immediately I noticed something back on the table where I had cleaned up. Again, a can of Canada Dry Ginger Ale, in the exact spot where I picked up the first one. I felt so puzzled. Could there have been two? That's impossible. I couldn't have missed a second can if it was right where the first one was. Maybe I wasn't alone. Maybe there was someone still here. I looked at the two cans of Canada Dry I had picked up from the table and noticed they were dented in the exact same places. Not just in similar places, but like carbon copies of each other, identical in every way you could imagine. It was at that moment I heard something come from the bookcases where I just was. I looked up and saw the back end of someone's stride as a foot disappeared into the aisle between two cases. Hello? I questioned timidly before walking toward it. When I got there, I witnessed a dark-haired woman walking deeper into the aisle and away from me. Hey, we're closing soon, just so you know, I said, when she turned quickly into the center aisle, unfazed by my words. 
I went after her. But when I got to the center aisle, she was nowhere to be seen. I kept walking in pursuit, looking up and down the rows and rows of books for any sign of the woman. The more rows I passed, the further away the common area seemed to become. I cut back into one of the aisles and started walking back toward it. As I walked, the distance grew. I walked faster, and the length of the aisle seemed to stretch more and more with each and every stride. I dropped the two cans and began running. Before long, the common area faded off completely into the distance, like a memory escaping from thought. I found myself in an impossibly long aisle, stretching endlessly in both directions. The bookcases on either side of me had expanded into gargantuan towers, with heights exceeding my vision. They were filled by books, which rested on shelf upon shelf upon shelf, housing so much information it could only make me feel like an ant walking among skyscrapers, completely insignificant and worthless to the world around me. I slowly stopped running once I realized my efforts were meaningless. Looking around at all the books, I couldn't help but think about all the time and effort that had been put into writing them. What extremely small percentage would be regarded as literary classics, and how the vast majority were destined to live in utter obscurity. I slowly stopped walking and sat down in the middle of the aisle, wondering how I got here and what would happen next. I then laid down flat on my back and closed my eyes. The library had always been my sanctuary and the books my friends, but in this moment, I wanted nothing more than to be away from here and to be in the real world with other people. I could spend my whole lifetime, a million lifetimes, reading these books and not even come close to reading them all. Say I could somehow absorb all of the information held within them, truly learn and know everything these books had to offer. What would it be for? What good is all of this knowledge if it only lives and dies with me? I was saddened by this morbid thought, and loneliness slowly consumed me from the outside in. I was alone, and I was going to die alone. Then off in the distance, I heard a voice. Hey, hey man, what are you doing? I opened my eyes and looked up. I saw Jean walking through the common area and into the aisle where I was laying. What the hell are you doing? Are you sleeping? I was just... I forgot my key card, so I came back to get it. Are you alright? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, you don't look fine. What time is it? We both looked at the clock. 10.23. Yeah, a little early to be calling it quits, man. I'm sorry, Gene. I don't know. Look, it doesn't matter. We can just close up early and you can go home. So we turned off all the lights and locked the doors on the way out. I apologized again, 
but Jean didn't really seem to mind. He was a little more concerned about the girl sitting in the passenger seat of his car. After that night, I didn't work closing again. About a month after that, I handed in my notice. I haven't set foot into a library ever since leaving that job, and I don't think I ever will. I still read a lot. I'll never stop that. But now it's usually in parks or cafes. I take comfort in being around people, meeting them, talking to them. I don't care if certain ones won't be there forever. I just don't want to be alone. Or die alone.